You are listening to the audio podcast of Gethsemane Baptist Church, located in Long Beach, California, pastored by Eli Reynolds. What a beautiful, beautiful song, wasn't it? Have your Bibles this morning, the book of Romans, chapter 5. What a joy uh, to be back with you, Gethsemane Baptist Church. I said in Sunday school, I love the name of your church, and you have a really good church here. If you are a visitor, I really genuinely want to encourage you uh, to come back and hear uh, the pastor. Whatever I say, uh, don't take it out on him, okay? Uh, you come back, and, and you visit this church, and you hear uh, the pastor, and I know that you will be blessed. Uh, the book of Romans, chapter number 5, and uh, I cannot help the voice that I have. I cannot help the voice. This is the voice that the Lord has given me. When I go through a drive through this is true, 95% of the time I go through a drive through they'll always say, ma'am, can we do anything else for you? Can we help you? And then I get up to the window and I just like, <clears throat> I am not a female, I am a male. I cannot help the voice that I have. I had this true story. Uh, I don't know, about several months back, I had this man, and he was listening to me preach on the radio. I come on the radio at 9 o'clock on Sunday morning, and so he was listening to me driving to his church. And so as he was driving to his church, uh, his church, and he lived a, a great distance from us, and, uh, but he was just listening to me on the radio, and he'd got to his church, and he told his pastor, he said, I've been listening to this elderly lady on the church. Uh, on the radio, preach. And he said, I, I've been listening to her. And, and he said, I have got to go see her. True story. So he came to our church. And I got up, and he said to himself, and he told me the story. He said, I thought you was an elderly lady. And I thought, she's a good preacher. I got to go see her. That is bad, isn't it? But this is the voice that God has given me. I, this is all I have, okay? Can y'all understand me okay? Praise the Lord. Romans chapter number 5. We have groups at our church like you do. They won't let me in any of their singing groups. None of them. They won't let, they won't let me in the choir. None of them. Romans chapter 5. If you have your Bibles, if you're there, why don't we stand if you don't mind. The book of Romans Chapter 5, I hope that you'll be faithful tonight at 5. I love, I love your church starting at 10 o'clock and going to 1 o'clock. The preacher gave me two and a half hours. That is unusual. This is a very unusual church uh, to give a pastor that much time to preach. And uh, so if you're a visitor, I am kidding. Don't leave, okay? We'll get you out around 11 o'clock like you normally get out, Okay. Romans chapter number 5. The book of Romans chapter 5. What a joy uh, to be back here with you. Romans chapter 5, look at verse 1. Therefore, being justified by what? I, I won't have time to get into it. I, I, I would love to. But one of the greatest words in all the Bible is justification. What a tremendous doctrine. Justification by faith. Justification on God's side when he saved you, he made you just as though you had never sinned. 
That is a tremendous thought, amen? And uh, therefore, being justified by what? By faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Watch verse 2. By whom also we have what? Access by what? By faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Our Father, we sure do love you this morning. We thank you for this great church. Uh, God, we thank you for the visitors. God, we thank you for the good singing that we've heard that ministered to our spirit. God, in this room, there are troubles, and we talked about that this morning in the Sunday school hour. And God, my prayer is that you would revive us even in the midst of our troubles. And God, I pray now this morning for the next few minutes that you would help me. God, I pray that you'd fill me with your spirit. Father, we love you. We thank you for loving us. Thank you for what you're going to do. For it's in Jesus' name that we do pray and ask it all. Amen. You may be seated. I appreciate, appreciate you standing and your patience. I want to draw your attention and just to a word. And I don't normally just preach a word from a text. So I hope you won't hold that against me this morning. But I want you to look with me at Romans chapter 5 and look with me at verse number 2. The Bible says, by whom also we have what? Access by faith. By whom also we have access by faith. The word access means admission. If you've ever been to certain places to where you had to have a, a, a card or you had to have a ticket uh, to get in, that, that ticket or that card was your admission. They allowed you to come in to that particular event that was taking place. The Bible says in our text, by whom also we have access by faith. The word Access. I want to uh, deal with that word this morning. We're living in a day where there's lots of electronics. There's a, and, and with all of this technology that you and I uh, have today, uh, there's lots of uh, uh, different uh, accesses to uh, different uh, uh, technology uh, that we have uh, uh, for instance, our iPhone. If you have an, an iPhone, uh, your iPhone and most iPhones will have an access code that that uh, to, to, to get into your phone, you, you have to push this certain code. If you have an iPad, uh, you, you have a, a, a certain code uh, that only allows you, and normally only your family or who you're allowed uh, to access into that dev uh, device, uh, they have to put in that certain code. Uh, if you have a computer, uh, you have an access code that allows you to get in uh, to your computer. Uh, if you ever go to an ATM machine and put your card, now I know those are becoming obsolete today, and, uh, but if you, if you go to this uh, uh, ATM machine to, to draw some 
cash out. Most people don't use cash no more. Uh, but you go to, you put in a card, and there's a certain code uh, that you have to put in that allows you access to your money, to, to draw uh, that money out. If you're going to make a, a bank deposit, you, you have, a, you have a, a, a code, you have a number that you have to put in uh, for your bank deposit. If you're going to make a withdrawal, the, uh, the same at, at our home. And I'm sure at many homes that are here are an apartment. Uh, you'll come to our front door. And at our front door, there's, an, uh, there's a code that you can uh, put in these numbers. And that will access you. That will allow you to, uh, to come into our, uh, our living room and into our home. There's an access code. Some of you have vehicles. My wife has a F-150 truck. Can I get a witness there? I drive a I drive a smaller version. I have a Ford Ranger, okay. And uh, but anyway, on, on her vehicle, there's a you can lock the doors, but there's an access code that you can hit these certain numbers, and and it will unlock the doors. Are y'all with me this morning? And uh, a lot of us in this day and age, whether it's our iPhone, uh, whether it's our iPad, our, our computer, uh, making a bank deposit, making a withdrawal, uh, going into our our home or to our car to our vehicle uh, there is an access code you with me uh, to, to be admitted into that particular adv- uh, device or to that particular space uh, look at our text again this morning in, in, in Romans chapter 5 and verse 2 by whom also we have what we have access uh, by faith can I I want to preach to you on the access code okay and uh, number one Jesus Jesus is the access code to heaven if you're going to enter into heaven hey uh, that, that, that the code that access code is Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father uh, but by me. If you've ever tried to get into a, 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 a particular uh, device and, and you went in and, and you pushed a certain number or you accidentally hit a wrong number, uh, the, 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 that device may do a little move. It would do a, a little move. It would, it would tell you incorrect and you thought, oh, I accidentally hit the wrong number. Then you put in the, the right number, and then you can access that device. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to go to heaven when you die, hey, the, the only way into heaven, hey, is Jesus Christ. There, there's, not, there's only one code, my friend, that you can access into heaven, and that is Jesus Christ. Go with me, if you would, quickly this morning to the book of Acts, chapter number 4. Look, look with me, the book of Acts, chapter uh, number 4. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people are putting in the wrong code. I said a lot of people are putting in the wrong code. Uh, look with me at the book of Acts, chapter number 4, quickly this morning. The book of Acts, chapter number 4, look at verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none under name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the only way you can access into heaven, the only way you can go to heaven when you die is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. That's the only way. You can, you can put in your good works. You can put in your good works. But my friend, your good works will not get you into heaven. Think about this thought. Think about this. If you could go to heaven because of your good works, 
then why did Jesus die? He would not have had to die if your good works would save you. Uh, the Bible says in Romans chapter 11 and verse 6, and if by grace, then it is no more works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then it is no more grace. We sing a song at our church. You probably sing it here too. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Amen. Uh, your, your good works will not get you into heaven. Hey, your baptism will not get you in heaven. The Bible says in Revelation 1 and verse 5, uh, the Bible says, uh, uh, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. The Bible says without the shedding of blood, there is no remission or no forgiveness of sins. Hey, you can try to access into heaven and you can put in your good works, but that's not going to get you in. You can put your baptism in. That's not going to get you to heaven. Hey, you can put, hey, I keep the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them to do unto you, but that will not get you to heaven. You can put the name of your pastor, but that will not get you to heaven. You can put in the name of the Pope, but that will not get you to heaven. You can put in the name of Mary, but that will not get you to heaven. The only name that you can call upon to be saved, that name is Jesus Christ. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You can put in the Baptist church. You know, I'm a member uh, of the Baptist church, and, and it's going to do this. It's not going to let you access into heaven because you're Baptist. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't go to heaven because you're Baptist. You go to heaven because you've received Jesus Christ as your Savior. You don't go to heaven because you're a Catholic. You don't go to heaven because you are a Methodist or Presbyterian or, or Lutheran. Ladies and gentlemen, you can only access into heaven through the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't go to heaven because of who your mother is or your father is or who your Sunday school teacher is. Uh, you don't go to heaven because you're in the choir, because you sing the special. Ladies and gentlemen, the only way anybody can get into heaven is through Jesus Christ. May I say quickly, number two, Jesus is the access code to peace. You know, one thing this world desires and one thing a lot of people are looking for is peace. Go back to our text this morning in Romans chapter 5 and verse number 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. The only way you're going to have peace with God is through Jesus Christ. You know, religion will not give you peace. Do you know the things of this world will not give you peace? The word peace means freedom from disturbance. A lot of people are really disturbed today. The word peace means freedom from fear and anger and, and anxiety. There's a lots of anxiety. There's lots of fear. Uh, a lot of people uh, don't sleep well at night. Now, I understand there could be some physical problems, but the Bible says God giveth his beloved sleep. And I submit to you this morning, the only way you're going to have peace in your life is through Jesus Christ. A new house will not give you peace. Moving to a, 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 another state will not give you peace. Going to another country uh, will not give you peace. If you're going to have peace, it won't be a new job. You can only have peace through Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 9, he is called the prince of peace. Don't you love that? The prince of peace. This world is looking for peace. 
People are looking for peace. They, they go to church and they find no peace. They try this religion and they try that religion. And people say, preacher, there, there, there's so many different religions. The lady I talked to on the, on the plane, and, and she said, no, there's all these religions. And I said, ma'am, the answer is not religion. The answer is Jesus Christ. It's not religion. If you're going to go to heaven, it's through Jesus Christ. If you're going to have peace, it is through Jesus Christ. You can have peace even if you have cancer. You can have peace even in the midst of your troubles. Can I get a witness there? See, being a Christian does not uh, exempt you from having troubles. But what being a Christian can do, it can give you peace in the midst of your troubles. Oh, we all have troubles as we talked about it in Sunday school. But the difference between us and the world, we don't have to uh, uh, take drugs. Uh, uh, we don't have to get on alcohol. Hey, the Lord Jesus Christ can give us peace in the midst of our troubles. Oh, this morning, if you want peace, you can only find it through Jesus Christ. He's the access code to heaven. He is the access code uh, to peace. May I quickly say, he's the access code to joy. Joy. We understand there's a, a little difference between happiness and joy. Uh, that, that, that joy, uh, happiness, is, is, is based upon your happenings and things, uh, how things are going in your life. But joy, we can have joy no matter what's going on in our life. The only way you're going to have joy is through the Lord Jesus Christ. See, you can, you, you can put in stuff and uh, you, you can have all this stuff but not have joy. You can have all this money but not have joy. Why? The access code to joy is Jesus Christ. And I don't mean this ugly and I don't mean this unkind, but I am telling you, some people say, well, I, I have joy in my heart. Then your, 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 your face needs to relate that there's joy in your heart. It needs to make its way about this high. Not all of you. I'm just saying. I, I mean, sometimes you, you, you get before. I'm talking about my church, not here. But you, you get before the congregation and you're thinking, man, just to see a smile. Just to see a smile can be encouraging. You say, well, preacher, I'm having all these troubles. Yeah, I understand. But we can have joy in the midst of our troubles. Paul was in prison at midnight and, and they beat him and blood was running down his back. But he was singing and praising God at midnight. Oh, when people come into your church, if you want a church, my friend, that's, that has joy. I want to be the kind of Christian that, that has joy. I want my wife to be married to a man that has joy. That not, I'm just an old stuck in the mud. You know, I'm just trying to endure life. No, I want to enjoy life. You know how hard to be enjoying life, the Christian. Not just here to endure this thing. No, we that are saved can enjoy life. You don't have to go to the way of sin to enjoy life. Matter of fact, sin will take your joy. Christian doesn't lose their salvation, but I tell you what they can lose. They can lose their joy. And you know what revival is? David said, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. But we can understand joy doesn't come from stuff. Uh, joy doesn't come from things. Joy comes through Jesus Christ. When you and I are in the right relationship with Christ, we can have joy. 
May I say Jesus is the access code to hope. To hope. I don't know about you, but I like that word hope. Amen? I want to say there's hope for you. I want to say there's hope for our country. I want to say there's hope for your marriage. I want to say, hey, there's hope for your child. I want to say there's hope in Jesus Christ. He's the access code to hope. Go with me to 1 Timothy. Let me show you this. By the way, Washington is not our hope. The Republican Party is not our hope. The Democrat Party is not our hope. Hey, our hope is not found in a political party. Our hope is found in Jesus Christ. A lady visited our church and she said, are, are y'all are involved in politics? And I said, it's, 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 it's according to how you define that. <laughs> I said, I encourage our people strongly to be involved and to vote. Cash your ballot. Amen. But my hope is not in Washington. My hope is not in Joe Biden. It was not in Donald Trump. My hope is in Jesus Christ. We change presidents all the time, but we'll never change God's. Jesus said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. My hope is not found in a political party. My hope is found not in a religion. My hope is found in Jesus Christ. Oh, I love that. Look in 1 Timothy. Y'all get a look excited here. I might start preaching. Look in 1 Timothy chapter number 1 and verse 1. I love this. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and, and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. Our hope is not in education. Thank God for education. I said our hope is not in education. Our hope is not in the stock market. Can I get a witness there? <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Y'all know what that means. In Mississippi, that means it's up and it's down. It's up and it's down. My hope is not in the stock market. My hope is not in a Roth RA or a 401k. Or, or my hope is not in this great retirement plan. Uh, my hope is not in our military. My son is a Marine. Thank God for our military. Can I get a witness? Thank God for our policemen, but I'm simply saying, if we're not careful, we'll put our hope in the wrong place. David says, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but I will remember the Lord. David didn't put his hope in his sword. David didn't put his hope in his horse. David put his hope in his God. Our hope needs to be found in God. I'm talking about the access code to heaven is Jesus. The access code to peace is Jesus. The access code to joy is Jesus. The access code to hope is Jesus. By the way, the access code to victory is Jesus. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter number 15. If you have a stronghold in your life, if you have a besetting sin, there's some things going on in your life and you've been trying to get the victory over. Let me say to you this morning, the victory is in Jesus. We sang this song, Victory in Jesus, right? Oh, victory in Jesus. We don't say, oh, victory in Brother Reynolds. We don't sing, oh, victory in Brother Carr. Put your name there. 
No, no. We sing victory in Jesus. You know why? Because there is victory in Jesus. I refuse to believe that a man cannot have victory in Jesus Christ. I don't care what the problem is or the, uh, the, the problem the marriage is having or, or, or the sin problem or, or whatever it is. There's victory in Jesus. 1 Corinthians 15, we must hasten. Look at it. The Bible says in verse 57, but thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The access code to victory is Jesus. The access code to victory over sin is Jesus. Hey, victory over the devil, the access code is Jesus. Hey, victory over the world is Jesus. Listen to what, I love this. In John chapter 16, and listen to what Jesus said. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. <laughs> that good. Yes, that's good. I'm saying the access code to heaven is Jesus. The access code to peace is Jesus. The access code to joy is Jesus. The access code uh, to hope is Jesus. The access code to victory is Jesus. The access code to prayer is Jesus. Oh, yeah, to prayer. Uh, it's Jesus. In John chapter number 14, uh, verses here, we don't just have time. because I, I got to get past the introduction. Just about there, preacher. Don't, don't sweat. Okay. John 14, 13. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that I will do. I don't know if I understand all of what that means, but I will tell you what, what some of it means. It means if we're going to get some things from God, we've got to go through Jesus. I said, if we're going to get some things from God the Father, we've got to go through God the Son. And I say, he's the access code to prayer. Preacher, tell me about y'all's Wednesday night prayer meeting and how well it went. I'm telling you, any church that's on the track of praying is on the right track. A couple weeks from now, we'll have an all-night prayer meeting at our church. And I, I, I'm telling you, man, hey, we, you're not going to pray too much. The access code to prayer is Jesus. Are y'all with me? Would you agree with all I said so far? Saw so that one person in the very back raised their hand. No, I'm just kidding, they didn't. Let me give you the quick message. Number one, some of you know the access code, but you don't tell it. You know the access code, but you don't tell it. You know me and you, everything I preach, you was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, Jesus, yeah, yeah. But we don't tell nobody. I said we don't tell nobody. My sister has stage four cancer. If you got the cure to cancer this morning, if you got it, I'd love to have it. So, so would millions of other people. I said, so would millions of other people. What would you think about a man who vented the vaccine for polio if he'd have kept it to himself? I don't know about you, but I'm glad that somebody told my family about Jesus Christ. This church needs to rise up and go out to this community and tell other people, hey, hey, hey if you're going to go to heaven, you've got to go through Jesus. If you're going to have peace, you've got to go through Jesus. If you're going to have hope, you've got to come to Jesus. If you've got to have victory, you've got to go to Jesus. Number two, some of you know the access code, but you don't use it. You know the answer is Jesus Christ. You, you know that. 
but you don't use it. What, what do I mean by that? Jesus Christ is our answer. But if we're not careful as Christians, we don't lose our relationship with God, but we can lose our fellowship. You understand there's a difference. Do I have a son, Titus, and have a mother, Faith, right? Would y'all two stand if you don't mind? Titus, okay? All right, there's Titus, and there's Mom. Now, they have a relationship. Mom, son. Right? Y'all agree with that? Okay, y'all can have a seat. Now, as Titus grows up, and God forbid, I don't think this will ever happen, but he could, he could, he could get older in life, and he could maybe get a little upset with mama. And he could say, you know what? I, I, I'm not talking to my mom no more. You know, that does happen in life. I said that does happen in life. And mom's heart would be broke. But you know what? Still your son. That relationship is still there. What has happened, they lost fellowship. When you and I, what is revival? When you and I get out of fellowship with God. You know, unforgiveness, bitterness, jealousy, any, any sin. When you and I sin as a Christian, the Bible says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We should not delay. The Bible says, don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. What God is saying there is when there's, a, when there's an offense, there's a problem, deal with it quickly. Husband and wife go to bed at night sometimes. They won't speak. They're mad. And you pull the sheets. One is turned that way and one is turned that way. And the sheets are so tight, you can make a trampoline out of it. I tell you what, the Bible says don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. What he's saying is you make it right quickly. So what we do as Christians, we sin and we, we think something, do something we know we shouldn't have did and, and we, we put it off and we put it off uh, of making it right with God. We know the access code is Jesus Christ. Hey, we need to get back in fellowship with God. How do you do that? I had a man ask me one time, he said, how do you get right with God? How do you get right with God? By confessing your sins. They said Spurgeon, Charles Haddon Spurgeon one day was walking across a road. Back in the horse and buggy day. They said when Spurgeon had gotten to the other side, some of his members saw him kneel down, take his hat off, as though he was praying, put his hat back on and, and kept walking. Later, some of the members said to say, Preacher, you was on a busy road. All these people were around. We saw you kneel down. What was you doing? He said, I had a thought. and It was a bad thought. And I asked the Lord to forgive me. He didn't delay. He didn't put it off. And sometimes your pastor, he gets up and he preaches. He's got the right message. And God deals with your heart. And we know we need to make it right. But we delay. That's what causes our heart to begin to get cold. That's what causes us to begin to get away from God. The access code is Jesus Christ. You don't lose that relationship, but you can lose the fellowship. You see the difference? 
Go to 1 John chapter 1 quickly. We're just about finished. Look in 1 John, back by the book of Revelation. 1 John. And 1 John is dealing with, with fellowship. You can just go through chapter 1 and just underline the word fellowship. Look at it. The Bible says in verse 6, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. He's not saying you're not a Christian, you're not saved. He just said you're not telling the truth that if you're in sin and you're saying you're in fellowship. I had a lady sit in my office, sit in my office who was unfaithful to her husband in a really big, bad way. And she says, I am as right with God as I've ever been. I want to say, sweetheart, you're not right with God being unfaithful with your husband. And a lot of times we got this stuff in our heart and we got this spirit. I'm right with God. Man, listen to me this morning. Hey, the access code is Jesus Christ. You don't lose that relationship, but you lose your fellowship. Number three, quickly, some of us have forgotten the access code. I don't know, it was a few months ago, I went through the bank, went to the ATM machine, pulled up, stuck my card in. This happened. I stuck my card in, and uh, it asked a question, hit a button. Then it said, uh, what is the word it uses? Uh, uh, pin. And I looked at the machine, and I looked at it, and I got on my cell phone and I called my wife. I said, Hey, I can't remember the PIN number. I could hear her quiet, like, What is wrong with you? I've used it a thousand times. You ever go, I mean, you'll understand when you turn 60. I couldn't remember it. And she told me the number. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I trust you, okay? And I don't want you to go to jail taking $10 on my account, okay? You're not going to get rich, okay? But anyway, I put the number in, but I forgot it. Some of us has forgotten. You know the answer is Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, sometimes we get, we get caught into thinking it's politics. We get caught in thinking it's religion. We get, we get, we're not careful. We forget. Hey, we'll forget the answer is Jesus Christ. Some of you, your access code has been hacked. The Bible says, let no man spoil you through philosophy. If you're not careful, this world is going to hack into your mind. Your access code would be hacked. Some of you have had your accounts hacked. My wife's aunt, somebody went in and took $10,000 out of her account. They hacked her account. If we're not careful, we'll let this world tell us. Hey, I'm going to say this. My church thinks if I come out in California that I won't, I won't be brave enough to say it. But I'm brave enough to say marriage is between a man and a woman. Yeah. Marriage is between a man and a man. There's two genders. There's male and female. Don't you let this world hack into the access code of the Word of God. God made male and he made female. Don't you let this world hack into your, the Word of God. And then lastly, maybe there's somebody here today you want nothing to do with the access code. And I hadn't sensed that spirit in here, but I, I had a couple one time that brought me their teenage daughter. 
I had, I had a glass there in my, in my window of my office, and they sat right out. Mom and Dad sat right outside the office. Teenage girls sat behind my desk. Mom and Dad were right outside the office, glass window. And she looked at me, and she said, Preacher, now I like you. She said, I really do. I don't, I don't have a problem with you. She said, but if my dad is going to heaven, I had rather go to hell. And I looked at her. I said, young lady, I don't know all that your dad has done, but I want to tell you this. Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. You know, there's a lot of people out in the world today who want nothing to do with Jesus. They're bitter and they're angry because somebody has hurt them. And they're taking it out on Jesus. Jesus loves you. He died for you. He, he paid the price so that you might have eternal life. And I looked at this young lady and I said, young lady, I said, I just, I'm going to pray that you'll get saved. and That you'll say yes to Jesus. She said, that's fine. She was not disrespectful to me. A few weeks later, she called and she said, Preacher, I just want you to know that I got saved. A few years ago, I was preaching in Arkansas, and we was passing out, the church had passed out flyers with my name on it, and her sister lived in that area. Her sister called her and said, You'll never believe who's preaching in our town. And she said, Who? She said, Pastor Carr. That young lady drove about four hours. To sit in the congregation so she could shake my hand when I got done preaching. Isn't that good? Don't reject Christ because of what somebody's done to you. Don't get out of church because of what somebody does to you. An ex-husband or an ex-wife or whatever may happen in life, don't take it out on God. Jesus Christ is the access code. Amen. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed.